Hey, Casey. Yeah? I got a question for you. What? What do a pair of mismatched enforcers of the law and a gambler looking to collect his debt so he can gamble some more have in common? I don't know. What? Well, let's find out. Because I watched The Heat. And I watched Maverick. So, we're about to make the movie connection. Everybody, hello. My name is Jacob, and I'm Casey, and we are related. Yeah, it's I'm true. the brother. I'm the sister. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> uh, just in case you were wondering, um, I forget to cover that sometimes. But welcome, everybody. This is the Movie Connection, which is a podcast where we take two different movies and we sit down, we talk about them for a little bit, and then in the end, we try to find a way to connect them connect them like yeah. sometimes there's multiple connections sometimes there's one loose connection but <laughs> there's usually a way to make it happen we can usually find a way um we uh seven episodes in and still going strong <laughs> hell yeah episode seven highlight of my week every week me I love too it. it's yeah. so fun and uh, wow okay <laughs> Sorry, guys. so i guess we're gonna hear <laughs> cats fighting <laughs> my kitten <coughs> my kitten me. who is not a little kitten anymore keeps attacking the big cat and the big cat is really vocal so if you hear growling they're just playing but they're being loud yeah <laughs> they are adorable usually usually <laughs> usually and uh yeah this was great because uh we we had two comedies going on yeah. um which is always great like there's been some heavy stuff happening <laughs> go figure right <laughs> um but yeah there's been some heavy stuff happening not the least of which uh, actually, it was so weird because because we do these like on the spot, mm -hmm. um, like when we assign them. So yeah. last week, Casey, I assigned you Maverick, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, irony of all ironies, uh, I think uh, three days ago, two or three days ago at this point, um, we uh, we have unfortunately lost um, Richard Donner, who yeah. is a very prominent director who was the director of Maverick, amongst other things, including, you know, Superman, the original movie, mm -hmm. um, which is great. Highly recommend it. That was, that was the thing I watched after I learned. Mm. And then the Lethal Weapon movies, which I know are like a big, big people love them. franchise for some mm -hmm. people. They made four of those bad boys. Holy moly. Um, yeah. So, you know, very sad to hear of his yeah, passing uh, but he lives on in some amazing freaking movies. Like what I learned in my, revisiting of his stuff is the dude knew how to do action yeah um and there would be there will be explosions whether it's superman <laughs> whether it's you know whether it's the lethal weapon movies i mean that's to be expected mm -hmm. or whether it is a freaking western there will be <laughs> explosions right right that's <laughs> and happening. speaking of which yeah so maverick casey maverick Tell me, give me a little synopsis of Maverick and we'll get into it. Sure. Yeah. Maverick, uh, first of all, it's based off of a TV show. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and there have been a couple of movies. Mm -hmm. um, it's about a gambler 
Maverick, Maverick. who is trying to, his damnest to get the funding for a huge poker game Ooh. with a big payout. Oh, he shit. needs $25,000. Real, pause real quick. 25000 This is back in the Wild West. So, I mean, that's a <laughs> that's lot of money. That's like an insane amount of money. Yeah. All right. Um, and he makes some frenemies along the way out of Annabelle <laughs> and Angel. So, yeah. Annabelle and Angel. Angel? Angel. The one at... Oh, yeah. He's Angel. an enemy. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, really an it. enemy, but Annabelle is kind of a frenemy. Gotcha. And um, then he also has that uh, older right, right, sheriff right, which guy. is uh, Marshall. Marshall yeah. Cooper, yeah. Marshall Cooper. Um, and he definitely is a fun character. Yeah. We'll get into frenemy it. Frenemy, too. Uh, for sure. And he, you know, instantly, like, I heard his voice, and I was like, ah, oh, the notebook. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because he's older Played Noah. by James Garner. Sorry, that was my cat. <laughs> James Garner. Yeah, you're right, from The Notebook. Yeah, I can't hear his voice without thinking of The Notebook because he, like, narrates The Notebook. Oh, I didn't know that. And then he plays the older version of Noah, um, which the younger version is Ryan Gosling. Uh-huh. I knew that name. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so the whole story, you're hearing his voice narrate it, and yeah. I like that a lot. He does have a very good voice he for really stuff like does. that. He really does, yeah. Like, I, I want him to do all Western book, yeah. Uh, I would definitely audiobooks. read more or listen to more Western style audiobooks if uh, he was narrating them. Absolutely. He does have a really nice voice for it for sure. Yes. Maverick, Richard Donner. It stars Mel Gibson, um, which, yeah, that was kind of my first question. So, how was it watching it, uh, you know? knowing what we know now about Mel Gibson. Right. And uh, we kind of talk about this off and on anyway, like separation of art from the artist, like. Totally. Do you, do you find yourself able to do that? I think I can with his films, especially for some reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I'm not totally tapped into his. Like, I really can't do it with Tom Cruise. Like, I try and I just find myself disliking his characters, even though they're supposed to be really likable because mm-hmm. I don't really like who he is. Yeah. But um, Mel Gibson, like, even, yeah, with his personal stuff, like, I'm able to separate it pretty well. Right. And it helps that, like, a lot of his good movies are kind of in the past so you can totally always, like treat it that way where it's like oh man this is before <laughs> before this is before the before time in the long long ago <laughs> um yeah and so this is a uh, this kind of blends two genres that don't typically get blended like this is one of i think the only western comedy that i know of right um at least the only one worth talking about. You, somebody, I hear y'all out there being like, "Ah, Blazing Saddles." Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a, that was a problematic movie when it came out. It is a very problematic movie now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'll ever be able to revisit Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. I guess it does count though, so that's a Western comedy. Um, how? So, what is your connection with the genres individually? Like, you're not big on westerns anyway. I'm not. Um... Yeah, I don't really care for Westerns that much. I, I felt like I never had anything against them. I just find them boring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that stays true to the first 30 minutes of this movie. I was like, oh. But then after the 30 minutes, I was like chuckling and having a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. I'm glad it had the comedy aspect into it. Yeah. Um, I love but comedy. But you like Tombstone, right? I do like Tombstone. Yeah. I do. But and that's a rare one. And it's like a nostalgia factor as well because we grew up watching it. But like, you know, we also grew up watching, uh, oh, what is that Western TV show called? 
bonanza. Thank you. Yep. Dig bonanza. Yep. Right. Yep. And like I can still watch that and not hate it. That's because and that's good because it's put into like thirty bits for you. Right. Right. Thirty minute bits, so it already moves good. Yeah, and. So a Western movie, you know you're going to get the tropes, but totally. over the span of like one or two hours, as opposed to a TV show, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to get my bar fight soon. Right. Right. Probably going to open with it, in fact. <laughs> right. There'll be some gunplay. Yes, right. it's happening. Um, but yeah, uh, not super familiar with Westerns, though, in general. Like, our dad liked them and would watch like John Wayne oh, yeah. stuff a lot. Um, See, it's not from lack of trying. Like, you... Because, yeah, I I liked Westerns, too. You did, yeah. So I'm yeah. sure they were on the TV. But All yeah, the time. But, yeah, like, I was never into yeah. it. Makes sense. Like, to Some me, it just was kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. Um, So it was one of those things that, like, I would usually tune it out and do something else. Because yeah. <laughs> we only had the one TV. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Good call. But comedy, anything comedy. Yeah. Like, I love so you laughing. you have more of a, yeah. You have a good comedy palette. I do. I even, like stand-up comedy a lot like going pre-covid like josh and i would go to the comedy club all the time Hmm. um because i think it's really fun and it's usually really cheap thing to go do for a date you know (laughs) yeah hell yeah sometimes it's not fun but usually it's really fun hell yeah hell yeah um and then uh so then the movie overall like i just like to get like a general feel like so how did you feel about the plot all that good stuff like was it working for you Totally. And it moved, like, the first 30 minutes I thought yeah, were the most dull. Slog, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is slow. But I think that was just setting up the storyline. Yeah. And sometimes that is the slower part of a movie, you know. Um, but once he got out on the road, I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Right, right. Uh, I thought the 25000 was insane. Yeah. See, um, <laughs> these amounts being thrown around, I didn't realize it's like, it just seems like you're throwing these numbers around that I think could should be could be way lower. Like right, twenty five thousand. That sounds like a lot now. Hello. Like, I did think it was fun too that like he just had all these different people that owed him money and he was like, I'm just <laughs> gonna great. go collect my dues. <laughs> and see, so you see like how that could work for a show. It's like that's the that's great. It's totally like, totally the guy who's constantly like running into people that owe him or he's seeking them out. That's right, pretty or good doing idea. little jobs for money. You yeah. know, like things like that. Not yeah, bad and all set against a western background that just sends it right totally over the top yeah so um, yeah that was really fun fun cool um and then like so this is a richard donner flick are you familiar with the lethal weapon movies or superman or anything like that i want to say i've seen at least the first lethal weapon maybe the first two yeah yeah um probably, and then people. The original Superman? Yeah. Yes, I've seen that as well. Pretty good. Pretty good. It still holds up, It does. Yeah, it totally does. Um, Awesome. Hell yeah. So. You want to pause it and play back? No, we're good. Okay. Uh, What did you think of Jodie Foster's character? Annabelle. This is Annabelle. Um, I thought she was spunky Mm -hmm. and fun. And also somebody that likes to screw people over. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this is Jodie Foster. Like, it's interesting because our mother dislikes some really strange actors. And Jodie Foster's one of them. She is one of them. And I think she's great. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. Panic Room. Like, that was, she did a great job in that. Um, oh, yeah. Panic Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and that's the it thing. Back. It's like I've been denied a lot of Jodie Foster movies just because it always she carried that like stigma. Them. Like, yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm probably not going to like that because 
Because I have Wait, this actor why? that I don't like for a reason yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's really it is weird. Strange. It's strange sometimes. And then sometimes, occasionally, we can get her to change her mind. Yeah, like yeah. Robin from How I Met Your Mother, she didn't like, but then she saw her in the Marvel movies and she liked her. Yes. Uh, Colby Smulders. S- Sorry. Stumptown. Uh, in Stumptown. Because um, sometimes she has trouble separating the actor from the character. Yeah, that's Kind of like what we said earlier the actor and the art. Um, Absolutely. So I think that that's part of it is like maybe if she sees this person and something and she doesn't like their character she just assumes she doesn't like the actor yeah you know? i think Possibly. that's a big part of it actually is yeah mom doesn't know how to separate character from actor right and then she'll try to she'll try to backtrack by saying it's like i don't like her I'm like, I, I don't like her character <laughs> right like uh-huh and you're like yeah but, but it's if weird I because you... if i say like this movie you say you don't like that because of her and she's right. a different character <laughs> interesting uh, parents are fun parents are fun um so having watched this now would you watch any more westerns or you know i think i'm good yeah <laughs> <laughs> Don't assign like me anymore. This, this made it palatable <laughs> yeah, because it of was, the comedy. It element. was totally fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was fun. I just like feel like most of the time, once you see a Western, you yeah, see them. Yeah, you've seen them all. Yeah. Because there's not much, apparently, there wasn't much to do back then. <laughs> you could drive the cattle. You, you could, could gamble. You could drink <laughs> irresponsibly. <Fight>. Yeah. <laughs> fight. Shoot. Right, right. Well, not much has changed. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would love to see, but well, I guess it's probably uh, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Western part that he uh, acted in. Yeah, yeah. Like that was really fun. I th- that was a TV show. It was though. a TV show. Yeah, yeah, but I I enjoyed that. But it could have just been because of Leo DiCaprio. So yeah, <laughs> he's excellent. Which they have a novelization of that movie out now, which I'm read reading. It? Oh. It's pretty good. It's decent. Here's the problem, like. They're going to review it as amazing no matter what because it's Quentin Tarantino. And right. Tarantino has this relationship with the media that they basically only say good things except for the ones that, you know, call him out for his violence. But we don't listen to them because, <laughs> hello, like old news. Hello. Um, it's a, it is very much like he loves, he just throw, he loves to throw like celebrities and movies and genres and actors and all this stuff like. He has all this knowledge. He loves to throw it at you, but he also like expects you to know it. So that's why I don't like it sometimes where it's just like, okay, wow, you know a lot of different people. You're not informing me of any of it, though. Right. Like, yeah. So. That makes sense. It's a critique, but, but still good. Still pretty good. Like, I, I want him to write something original. Like, this was a novelization of something that he did. Like, I would love to right. see him do something wholly original which yeah to be inside his brain for a minute yeah which with him getting out of the movie business like yeah could happen Probably it totally happen. could yeah so do you play poker and if like <laughs> did you find the tournament hard to follow yeah, that was my biggest thing um, as a kid yeah i don't really play poker i've played a couple of times with friends josh plays more than i do but again not regularly yeah um he's like gone with work like his work used to do it every month but then they, you know, outside of work, obviously. But then they stopped because of COVID. Yeah. And I'm sure he'll start again once they start that up again. Um, right. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no. Uh, I didn't think it was too hard to follow, though. Yeah. I think See, that they... See, they did make it pretty digestible. They did, like, yeah. 
it was weird because as a kid like i was used to the poker where it's like it's always like it's just the players against mm-hmm. each other and so you're just looking at this texas hold'em thing which is now now it would be weird for me to see it the other way right wait why aren't they uh where's the dealer why aren't they like Mm -hmm. uh building you know building hands out of the other thing right yeah um yeah this made it much easier much easier for sure yeah 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 um so and then thoughts on the ending um yeah the ending shocked me a little bit so i mean we get the poker tournament which Mm -hmm. was the big catalyst but like that's what he's working towards the whole film yeah the whole film um uh but then there's the extra ending because then it's a a game of like who's got the money like you get one twist with um james garner's character turning on him like right who was a law-abiding man the whole time right and then decides to take the money for himself and you're like what the hell mm-hmm. and then brett gets a hold of it again mm-hmm. and then it's a big like it keeps going back and forth and yeah then, like it got me as a kid like it turns out that james garner's character is cooper is his dad is his father um yeah. which is fun because uh james garner plays the original brett maverick oh, from the I tv show that. yep 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 so it actually probably wasn't a big twist for anybody else. Like, <laughs> it was know, totally a twist for me, older. and I was so shocked and I thought it was it really lot. fun. Yeah, especially um, the way they do. I just love how offhandedly they do it. It was just like a, just like a, he's saying, "Oh, my old pappy used to say." It's like yes. that's not what I said. It's like, wait, what? Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I was total. I was shocked when that <laughs> happened, and I was like, "Oh, that's really fun," because he did say like. What my pappy always said, like the whole movie, he would say, quote him. And it's fun now because um, now you got to think that James Garner was all the time probably thinking like, you son of a bitch. You like, bastard. And that's probably why he kept doing that is to dig at his, because uh-huh. he's now with his dad. He's like, oh, yeah, all right. I'm going to. Yeah. Because he can't let anybody else know that he's my dad. Right. So I'm going to keep milking this. My old it was pretty fun. <laughs> I definitely thought that was really a fun twist. Good twist. Yeah. Yeah. And I left it kind of open for a sequel, sort of, and I'm glad that they didn't. Right. Like, I think especially it was, now I liked we don't the ending. need it. Um, good. Overall satisfying ending. Yeah, right? I think so for sure. Um, sweet. What is... Uh, I felt like I had a question about... Because I really like how they, uh, they address uh, prejudice. Yes, I love that too. Yeah. In fact, not to skip ahead too much, but my favorite quote is, "Yes, um, I figure it's their fault, too, for being on our land before we got here. Yeah. Like, See, <laughs> I love how he... And he's doing it sarcastically, too. Yes, like, totally sarcastically. And just slipped it in real nicely so that I was like, oh, that yeah. was good. Which it probably so wasn't like the thought of many people back then. But it's right. great. Like, like, it's good to like do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's like, who cares if, you know, yeah. We have a slightly more enlightened character here in Brett Maverick. Makes him more likable, too. It does, yeah, for sure. Because um, I don't know why, but yeah, I felt that it was really good how they addressed that. They did, yeah. I thought they did a really good job. Um, oh, I probably wrote about it in my review. That's he funny. also, like, you know, mentions to the ladies that thought that um, Native Americans were the one that, like, 
stole from them, he was like, none of the Native Americans around here are stealing from you. Yeah, right. Like, and I was just like, oh, good for you, buddy. <laughs> like, standing up for them. Well, and then I like that Joseph character. He's got one of my favorite lines, actually, where he's just like, uh, yeah, Maverick's like, Mal, you, you guys do know how to pick them. You know how to pick the spots. He's like, yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, you know what? Maybe one of these days I'm going to pick a place so goddamn awful that maybe your people will leave us the hell alone. Yeah, (laughs) that was such a good line. Yeah, I'm going to pick a swamp land (laughs) so that you'll let us stay. Bastards. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, So, yeah, which brings us to our favorite questions. Yeah. So what was your uh, favorite performance? So my favorite performance... Outside of the leads, of course. Right, which... (laughs) <laughs> how do you do that <laughs> everybody else has such short i put oh i just mean so, like i mean maverick is the clear leader like you could yes. pick, like you could anybody pick else Foster, okay cool James, so yeah. originally i wrote annabelle which was jody foster yeah. and then i wrote jk it's marshall aka pappy pappy <laughs> <laughs> james garner he's really good at he's it actually so good uh because i was well <laughs> i was really taken aback by the <laughs> i didn't know the history there so i was yeah, shocked nice and so it was a really fun twist for me and it was fun to like think back to his performance yes and be like oh he really did a good job here <laughs> see and then think about like that so now it all plays differently too when you think totally. about like when he's hanging off the edge <laughs> it's like help it's like what what, did what, you... what, what was that what Oh, so good. So good. Um, which brings us to favorite scene. Was that possibly your favorite scene? What was your favorite scene? Um, so at first I thought my favorite scene was going to be the carriage ride when the guy died. <laughs> so good. Because it was That's really good. good. They yeah. did a good job. Yeah. But then um, all of the stuff with the Native Americans was really fun, <sighs> too. Um, <laughs> but I think my favorite scene was in the end when they give back the stolen stuff to each other. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so the in so the, the very end bath, yes. the spa, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. Yeah, and especially because the unfolding of everything. Totally. Um, great. And then you have a favorite quote. Oh, you kind of said your favorite I did. quote, but uh, good, good, good. And then yeah, just out of five stars, what would you give it? Solid three. Yeah, solid three. That's fair. Yeah, that's good. Um, would you rewatch or recommend? I don't know if I'll rewatch it. Um, but I would recommend it. Yeah. 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 totally fun recommend i you know what especially given like uh some people might be uh looking for some good richard donner totally richard and... donner fodder <laughs> wow. hmm, that's a um... mouthful um and if it did come up on tv like i would leave it on nice i'm nice. just probably not gonna seek it, it out it's an easy background watch totally too, background because it's actually got a decent soundtrack it has did a you, good soundtrack did you yeah. notice that it was by uh randy newman I did not. Did you feel like you were in Toy Story a little bit? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Randy Newman. Fun. Um, totally. Totally worked, too. Uh, awesome. So, yeah. We yeah. got... Uh, yeah. That's a good one. And then Scrooge. Like, people don't realize Richard Donner did Scrooge. And that's... Uh, oh, with Bill Murray? Yes. Oh, we yeah, love it's that. It's going to have new significance. That's such a good That's an annual rewatch. It is. That's we a, love that movie so much. Um, hell yeah. Oh, and then connections that I made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Obviously, the TV and movies for Maverick. Um, uh-huh. Indiana Jones with the snakes. Oh, yeah. Good call. <laughs> Thank you for catching yeah. that. Um, yeah. Lethal Weapon when he says, I'm too old for this shit. Good. And then there's, it's both the actors, which 
Honestly, it rubs a lot of people the wrong way. I like it. I thought like, it was fun. Yep. I thought, I thought it was, it was really good. fun. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, anytime anybody says that, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. I get that reference. Or, well, the breaking of the fourth wall. Like, yeah. you notice how they were like, wait, do I know this? No, I don't. Wait. <laughs> no. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. that's what I have for that. Um, I have more between the two, obviously. Yeah. All right. It is time for my synopsis yeah. of The Heat. The Heat. It's the buddy cop movie we've been waiting for. You take two heavy-hitting comedians, Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy, and you put them in a movie together and see what happens. In this case, we have Melissa McCarthy of Bridesmaids fame playing a Boston-based tough and foul-mouthed cop, uh, Detective Shannon Mullins, who has a way of doing the job that will almost always appear unconventional to anybody she partners up with, which brings her to her latest case, working with the uptight and egotistical FBI agent Sarah Ashburn, played by Sandra Bullock, who is on the hunt for an infamous drug dealer. The pair will test their skills and their talents as they make the rounds of unsavory criminals and some high-ranking cops, too, including an albino and some amateur-level kid, and lots of other cameos from comedian actors. Can they work together to bring the heat, or will they fizzle out? Ooh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. The Heat. The Heat. Your first Melissa McCarthy movie ever? Yep. Um, <clears throat> I think so. Because, yeah, I think so. Because she broke out in Bridesmaids, right? She did. So she was in Gilmore Girls <laughs> for all seven okay, seasons. Okay, so I kind of know her from that. But, um, but she played, we all know how like, I feel about Gilmore Girls. She In Gilmore Girls, she played a very... I hate sp- it. Shut up. It's a fabulous show. Um... She played a really sweet and timid character for the most part in Gilmore Girls. You never saw... There's one scene in one episode in all seven seasons where you sort of see, like, her comedic genius. Yeah. But, like, that's it because she was very much the best friend side character. Yeah, In that. Um, And so when the first time I saw her in Bridesmaids, I was totally floored at how funny she could be. Right. Um, Not that she wasn't entertaining in Gilmore Girls, but it is night and day different. Hmm. Um, She has a lot of sides. Yeah. Uh, I will say that sometimes people exploit this side where they're like, no, she's really funny and she can be like, she can throw those dry remarks. But, um, you know, some too much of that is not good, right? Right. And that's, I think, what worried me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you the only, I only have one other Melissa McCarthy movie and it's Bridesmaids and it is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has well, different facets. That's more of an ensemble. Yeah, yeah, and she has different facets um, of her characters in both. But there have been other Melissa McCarthy movies that I've watched that it's just the same. Yeah. Huh? This same level. Which works because I mean she's doing what a good comedy star does, right? Um, which is you know you capitalize on what you do best, and she she is good at this. I am she glad. Is. I think I'm glad that I got this one. I guess because. Um, in the end, I always had Sandra Bullock to fall back on. Right. And I think that they balance each other out very nicely. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, you know, both Great of chemistry. them had actually requested. They didn't know each other before this movie. They both had requested to do a movie with each other. Nice. Um, so when this came I along. Like when the plan comes together. And they actually have been very good friends hmm. since. Um, so I think that's really fun. Their chemistry is very real. Yeah, for real. Like the, And I know... Uh, we're kind of skipping to the end a little bit, but it's I'm okay. just like I would watch a sequel, um, or like I, Ugh, I, wish. I think <laughs> I think that they should do a sequel, but I didn't realize how old this was. Right. Um, 2011. Yeah. So pretty old at this point. You can't, I think, unfortunately, you can't. 
it would be actually okay it would be the best time to do a sequel um but i think sandra bullock herself has expressed like nah i don't want to do that understandable where she's coming from because she's like nope i've done the sequel thing and it goes horribly now i wouldn't say that i don't like that declarative statement but for her she's right right <laughs> uh miss congeniality 2 and uh oh, shit i and then i forget the other one but both were yeah not very good right i definitely agree with that like i love miss congeniality so much it's one of my favorite sandra bullock performances Can't wait to watch it yeah um yeah, yeah it's on the list um <laughs> and she's so great in it she does have a fun personality for a cop um but in miss congeniality she plays more of the melissa mccarthy character where she's kind of sloppy oh, and nice so um oh, like so that. totally yeah. fun totally opposite which i think is part of the reason that she liked this role yeah um but yeah number two <laughs> like it's never on my rewatch yeah number one oh, though wow. like, like, I love it's that bad. Damn. I mean, yeah. I just don't even remember the I've plot. heard nobody talks about Miss Congeniality, too. So, but number yeah. one is so good. It's Very golden. highly regarded. Yeah. yeah. Um, see, so yeah, that's understandable. Now, here's the thing, though. You don't need to do a sequel to team up these two actors again. Right. Totally. I um, think that it would be so fun for them to do something together again because I think that they keep each other in check. Yeah. Not that Sandra really needs to be in check, but. <laughs> <laughs> she's a goddess um but you know melissa mccarthy's humor does need a soundboard it mm. doesn't work by itself really yeah no, hence that all. weird muppet thing that she did <laughs> <laughs> that's available on tubi um <laughs> i did not watch it I'm the not happy gonna time lie. murders <laughs> yeah i'm good uh, <laughs> <laughs> um not, but yeah so okay. no i wanted this to be your first experience to her because i think that it is like a really fun and she is front and center in this bridesmaids. She's definitely again like more of a side character mm -hmm. that you get to see. And but she, she makes, stole the show. Like that she, was the thing. She like, was shockingly funny yeah, in that. Right. That's the thing. She's and that's, shockingly the shock funny. factor helps too when it's like you've established yourself as oh she's just Suki kind of the yeah she's sweet and she's you know patiently um, funny yeah kind of you can do a little chuckle once in a while. It was for more her. about the domestic relationship between her and her boyfriend slash husband right like that's what i remember most of the bits being was between them i mean he and her didn't get together till like season two or three um so like the first two seasons she was really just like lorelei's best friend yeah. you know she gets her own storylines but not hmm. nothing like this like her character is mostly just like this really sweet and like kind of neurotic person yeah um who's very lovable in her own way but right um yeah i uh but overall like yeah it was a good intro to melissa mccarthy i didn't hate it good um yeah i could like i was kept waiting for like there were uh yeah it just some bits go on a little long but uh -huh. that's more a that's more a problem of the genre it's not necessarily her fault she's doing her job right um and doing it really well like that's a, like I think what is most surprising she's just one of the guys like you would never like take out the fact that she's a woman just get out of the way like yeah. she she can she can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody with her comedy totally like, and people compare her to like jim carrey because she does like a lot of physical bits um, i could see that i compared to uh john belushi totally her, you know old old school going back kind of ways but that it's that kind of energy where it's just like yeah it's that manic like but also tough like wouldn't fuck around with her but at the same time she 
probably good in bed. Like, I don't like. <laughs> yeah. What, like, what is this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this weird sexual uh, yeah, energy what is that this? you have. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Which they totally, which was really, yeah, some of the funniest bits. I agree. And that's her husband, too, I found out. Yes. Yeah. He funny. does cameos in a lot of <laughs> movies that she's in. He's like a very, like, I think he's a producer. Which, did you recognize him from New Girl? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I, I've known him for. Get out of here, you handsome little <laughs> devil. Give me your number. <laughs> so fun. Some of my favorite bits. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he was. that was fun. I definitely, so when I rewatched it, I was like probably 20 minutes in. No, not even. Maybe 10 minutes in when she's like, I want you to lay on the floor and I'm going to slam your head in the door. <laughs> 50,000 times. <laughs> I remember that from the trailer. I think that I was like, oh. So when I was watching it and that part came up, I was like, oh, Jacob's going to hate this. <laughs> because that is a bit that I was like, this is so like, it's not that funny. Like, <laughs> exactly. See, and there are things like that. But again, like, I'm not going to fault them. for No, that. and like, I think she did it the way she could. But I exactly. think it was the writing there. Um, well, or I mean, with comedy, like, yeah, it is the you directing because it yeah. comes down to like, what do you keep? The what do you, pacing. Like, you and yeah, to, mm-hmm. you need to cut some stuff. <clears throat> he didn't want to. Like, that's the thing. I think like some people, they love Melissa McCarthy a little too much sometimes mm-hmm. where it's like you love her too much. So you just leave everything in. Right. But- Even a good comedian. I'm sure she doesn't want that. She's like, oh. Oh, please just right you know, her, like com- <laughs> comedians are very sad people no i mean i mean you know <laughs> um yeah she's now taking a turn for the, i think her latest role has been a straight up serious one so. right and she's a great serious actress good she's good, great good. Yeah. um so here's my questions are you ready all right q a q a for jacob um there have been a lot of fun partner cop movies uh, for yeah. instance, Let's Be Cops, 21 Jump Street, <laughs> Bad Boys, Starsky and Hutch, etc. I love the ones you use. Like, most people go right for Lethal <laughs> Weapon. I like that you haven't seen Lethal Weapon enough, so you go for everything around Lethal I Weapon. I went for everything. Yep. And That's Let's great. Be Cops, which I don't know Let's if other be cops, people what like. what a great pull. <laughs> that is a buddy cop movie, though, if ever it's there was one. It's funny as fuck to me. The Porch. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> Um, so what's your favorite buddy cop detective film? Well, shit. <laughs> I mean, maybe Let's Be Cops. No. Uh... I recently watched it to see if it held up because I was it like. It does, I It think. does. It's yeah. still funny. Yeah. But it's because, um, you know, Damon Wayans and Jake Johnson, they just have such good chemistry and they're so fun together, you know? Yeah. Um, I definitely still thought it was really funny. Absolutely. See, I've never seen the Bad Boys, so don't really have. Uh, the problem with that is uh, Michael Bay. Sorry. Oh. I might have seen it. Might have seen Bad Boys eventually, but it's Michael Bay. So right. I'm good. Do you ever see Chips? Chips? With, no, um, that's Dax. It um, is Dax, and it's really that it's drug that... addict. Um, oh, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's definitely I'm that kidding. like I'm gross just, humor uh, too. I will say. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, which I think is fun. Gross out humor. Sometimes, like I have to be in the right headspace for it. You know. <laughs> I mean, I know the go-to's are the lethal weapons, and I would love to be able to say that, but I gotta tell you guys, like I've watched three of them mm-hmm. at this point, and not gonna see the fourth. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm just not a big fan. Like, the first one's all right because it set it all up and everything. Mm-hmm. But as a whole, like, yeah, I just don't, uh, I don't like those characters. I much prefer them in the hand, like, if I want, want a buddy cop movie, 
with uh, two cops like that, I would watch The Heat. Like, The Heat is yeah. very much a lethal weapon, but with two awesome leading female, female characters. characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, uh, but a buddy cop movie outside of that, I get, like... Did we get you mentioning Let's Be Cops? Because like, <laughs> I, I think unfortunately, so. I guess that's the one. That's a and fun... they're not even real cops, though. Like <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> and so true. But, but that they movie do is play fun. Cops. Yeah. I mean that, and then I guess so. Runner up. Okay. See, I'm boring. I'm not even into Bad Boys. So I guess then from there it would have to be. I did love Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with oh, yeah. Val Kilmer and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sure. And that kind of counts. It counts, yeah. yeah. I would say, like, for me, it's probably Let's Be Cops, but they're not cops. So yeah. uh, maybe a runner-up for me would be Miss Congeniality. Actually, you know what? Nice Guys is so damn good. Ryan nice Gosling guys is and so good. Yeah, Ryan Gosling with uh, Russell Crowe, actually. Yeah, that actually... It's a tough call between that and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. They're both really good. Totally. And those are both Shane Black. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't yeah. know that. Um, so they say opposites attract. Do you find that to be true in your life, in your real life with friends? <laughs> or do you kind of like gravitate towards people who have the same energy as you? No, opposites attract. I mean, it, it, there's got to be some both base of, yeah, something like common interests or whatever. Yeah, you have to connect in one way or another. Yeah, but uh, in the end, like my whole, my whole thing on friendships in general is that... I mean, you're friends with people who you want to possess something they have on some level, right? So that's why you keep them close. Right. Is because it now actually it's that you want to possess, but no, you could never possess. So that's why you keep them close is because maybe by osmosis, uh, <laughs> you'll uh, eventually have those characteristics. Things. And I think that like, we just don't know it, but on a subconscious level, I think that's what we're doing. So I do think that most of my friends, yeah, are very much different different than me i'm much more introverted most of my friends do tend to be extroverts um, interesting uh assholes <laughs> i'd say mine are like 50 50 yeah. i'm pretty introverted but i do have a couple of really close introverted friends um and then i i, I hang out with some extroverts as well um <laughs> the opposite thing is true though and you know i just took a psychology class and they have an entire theory based on what you just said oh. that the reason that we surround ourselves with certain types of people is because we are wishing that we had pieces of their personality yeah and so we See? surround ourselves with them so yeah you just literally like nailed it psychology 101 <laughs> Boom. good job <laughs> um really quick before we go on with more questions i want to address the fact that so this is filled with like amazing comedy stars um yeah but mo what i noticed it was mostly comedy tv stars because let's see what do we got here i wrote most of them down um because we've got yeah we got Jane Curtin from Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Uh, she plays uh, Sharon's mom, uh, Melissa McCarthy's mom. Michael Rappaport from Friends. Yes. Yep. Bill Burr from Stand Up Comedy and Breaking Bad. Um, Michael McDonald from Mad TV, which was amazing. <laughs> I was blown away when I saw him. Um, those were the big ones. That's so cool. Oh, I didn't even notice that, but Damien, you're right. Uh, Damien Bakir, who played Bob from The Hateful Eight. Mm. Marlon Wayans, for fuck's sake, <laughs> from uh, from uh, In Living Color. Yeah, everything. <laughs> um, and a lot of other stuff. And, uh, oh, by the way, Marlon Wayans, uh, criminally underused. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. 
yeah, but just to name a few. I just thought that was really cool how they had a lot of good comedy talent in there. But um, that's another thing about comedies. They try to get in the big comedians of the time. So it was just interesting the comedians of the time that they chose to put in there. Where, yeah, mostly TV. Yeah. And that's really fun. I think that's really cool, too, because, like, a lot of times in movies in general, like, people who get stuck in a TV, like, can't break out because the movie culture, like... This, it's so tight knit, yeah, you know, right. it's really hard to get into it. Um, so I think that's really cool. I didn't yeah. even notice that. But mm-hmm. now that you mention it, you're totally right. Yeah, for sure. That's of, fun. A lot of good guys. Uh, so I didn't have too many questions on this oh, movie. Oh, those were it. Huh? Um, because <laughs> <laughs> this was a straight out comedy and I really couldn't think of a single freaking question. Um, so let's go to the favorites. Uh, what was yeah. your favorite scene? Oh, favorite scene. See, I as we were doing this, I had to scratch out my notes because I had, for some reason, wrote down one scene, <laughs> but it's actually the worst out of the ones that I chose, so I had to fix that Interesting, let's hear it. Because I have a few that I really liked, but I because I originally put the autopsy scene with the tongue-in-cheek joke, like that kind of <laughs> yeah. won me over, endeared me to Sandra Bullock, the totally. fact that she would make that joke, like... <laughs> It's like, oh, man, you win. And I just, I liked that doctor, too. Like, she yeah. felt like she was doing good. But no, the emergency tracheotomy scene. Oh, my God. I'm so, so glad you picked good. this. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, that is, because that was good on both of their parts. Like, Sandra Bullock is doing her thing, and then Melissa McCarthy's doing her thing. It was it's so the best of both worlds. funny. And I'm so glad that it didn't work, too. <laughs> Oh my god. It just is so funny. I love that she keeps going. It's like, okay, I'm gonna make a little incision here. Okay, that's blood. That's a, a that's alright. Fucking that's alright. That's okay. We're gonna keep going here. Alright, now I'm just gonna stick my finger in there. Wow, that feels weird, but I'm but no, we're still going. No, we're here. Okay, we're here's we're your good. We're good. Like she just so convinces herself good. like, no, this is right. This is this is what I'm doing is right. It was hilarious. I was laughing so hard when I watched that as well. That's probably my favorite scene too. <laughs> and it's like as somebody that's watched a lot of doctor shows, yeah. like sometimes yes. you do feel like, like you can like, are do you this. Sure, you know what you're doing, because like, <laughs> they do oh do God. it so effortlessly in house. Like I don't know how many times I've seen totally. them do that shit. Totally, and in Grey's Anatomy, there's just oh, yeah? you know oh, so much, yeah. so much. So it's like extra funny um, going into it, like with that background. Like, oh yeah, she thinks she knows because she probably watches like Grey's Anatomy or doctor or shows house. or House, yeah. Maybe she's too sophisticated for Grace. <laughs> um, no, no that's a great, great scene. So funny. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and Loved the paramedic, it. like, being like, well, you could have just <laughs> taken a piece of pancake. He out. was great. It's like, yeah. It's like, hey, thank you. Not you. Not <laughs> so you, good. but you. <laughs> so fun. Um, favorite performance outside of our two leading right. ladies. Outside of Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Um, spoken reasons, like out of nowhere like and i don't really know this guy but i hope he keeps doing shit spoken reasons who was the <laughs> who played uh, rojas <laughs> yeah. um throughout i thought he was hilarious and then michael mcdonald actually who i mentioned earlier who's fr- i know him from mad tv he played the uh he played the guy who tortures them a little bit and stuff oh he, yeah kind of a kind of the legit criminal guy I yeah thought he, he was I thought good it was really funny like i when he stabbed her in the leg fucking loved that <laughs> stabs her in the leg and then i loved though then the bit happens and then she's like oh fuck i, 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 to I gotta you. i gotta put it back it's like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> i was, I was like that was that pretty too. great 
Yeah. yeah, especially because you're just like, well, if you're going to attack him, like, why don't you just hold it behind your neck, your back and then yeah. stab him? But nah, nah. No, this is comedy. We got to stab her again. So smart. That was really, I didn't see that coming. That was clever. That it was, was clever. Was um, favorite line? So favorite quote um, comes in response to the bartender <laughs> pouring her a shot. <laughs> and then he says, $14. <laughs> to which she says... Fourteen dollars? Is it magic fucking whiskey? Do we get a motorcycle with it? Is, is it gonna come served in Jesus's fucking shoe? <laughs> That's pretty good. Like that was really good. And to me, I felt her because it was like, yeah, like it's so fucking bar drinks are expensive. <laughs> That's about right. It's like it's a fucking magic whiskey. What the? Did I order? I ordered from gold. the well, right? <laughs> it's so. And I liked too. Like she ordered that just to go into, like pretending that she was drunk. To, <laughs> to distract that guy you know <laughs> so like i was like oh she didn't even get to enjoy it yeah i did enjoy the scene where they like got drunk together and she was like she was in the foster care <laughs> like that whole <laughs> bit was really fun yeah like you have to let us play this song for the 40th time yes because she's she a foster, foster child yeah. <laughs> it was really good that was good yeah that scene was pretty good too the whole yeah getting drunk scene yep classic friend yeah, friendship had to get in the making happening. there yeah um, had to have that scene. So, would you that. rewatch slash recommend? Tentatively, the rewatch would have to happen down the line. Like, I ain't gonna watch it anytime soon. Right. And it's again to do with the comedy thing. I just don't seek out straight comedies. Right. Um, I think it it has to do with. I think when you're younger, you're way mm-hmm. more into comedies. Um, makes sense. Like. <laughs> Uh, teenage life is hard. You, you got to get your laugh somewhere. <laughs> gotta laugh. And comedies tend to be raunchy too. So guys, raunchy. That tend was the to, word I was looking for yeah. earlier. Oh, <laughs> not gross. Raunch. That's the <laughs> raunchy. Word. Yeah, raunchy comedies. Um, so rewatch eventually something. That I wouldn't say a hard no. Like I right. Would, and then uh, would I recommend it? Like I guess. Like I mean, sure. yeah, yeah, okay. Like if somebody, so if somebody was in my position where it's like I don't like Melissa McCarthy, it's like hey. You watch the heat this. yeah like that one that one will probably sandra work for really you. balances her nicely and exactly sandra bullock makes everybody better Ugh, um, i couldn't agree more. i do think it was weird though when because her follow-up to is like yeah i would love i wouldn't do a sequel i would love to work with melissa again yeah maybe we could do a silent film i don't know about that uh, no please don't um like i'm intrigued but it, nah <laughs> like a silent short Film. Yeah, okay. yeah <laughs> that okay. might be okay. Yeah, I'm in. I'm but in. like, yeah, no, not like a two-hour feature. Yeah, because they did it with the artist, and even that was like, I mean, is that the one with Robert Pattinson in it? No, that was the no, lighthouse. That's the lighthouse. That was silent too, right? Film. Oh no, 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 it was black and white. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And done kind totally of in that opposite. 1920s style, though. Yeah. I heard that was good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's what I heard. It was yeah, good I and heard it was that. Weird. And that's yeah. that director. He did The Witch, which is an amazing movie. Mm. Really creepy. Love it. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then out of five stars, I gave it a solid three as well. Awesome. So, yeah. I threes think, across uh, the board. Threes. Threes. Threes all around. Threes all around. Connections. Ah, yes. So let's see here. Some connections. Like I made some of them where it's like Lethal Weapon. I definitely just felt like this was knocking on lethal weapons door 
Which is fun. Um, it's got a lot more references than it does connections. Like they, it's comedy, so you got to reference things like totally you know, Star Wars, Scooby Doo, yes, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. That's that was a fun one, but yeah, stuff like that. So there's references a lot. Uh, so Up there's the wazoo. there's a lot of those connections, and then um, oh, it they do show a clip from The Matrix Reloaded, which mm-hmm. has an interesting connection to albino villains, right? Um, so yeah. Because, uh, yeah, technically. And somebody pointed out, you know, this whole albinos being portrayed as villains thing is actually kind of a problem it's in Hollywood. It's fucked up, man. Like, <laughs> Which is what, like, um, you know, they were kind oh, of insinuating with this. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, he wasn't the bad guy, but you sort of think he might be. Yeah. And you can't help it. Um, <laughs> uh, connections I made between the two. Oh, um, between the two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, breaking the rules slash, like, vigilante type justice. Okay, um, interesting, yeah. You know, Maverick, right. like, maybe they're not, like, doing the work of a sheriff, but they are, like, going and trying to get their money back. Um, yeah. You know, and, and these guys um, from the Heat, they're not playing by the rules yeah. at all. Um, so that was a connection hmm, I made. I and like then um, unexpected bad guy in both. Oh, wow. Good. Con- <laughs> wow. Thank you. Both of neither <laughs> which of which I had. Yay. And that so never examples happens. being, so, yeah, the twist. Right, the kid cop from uh, from the totally heat. like I did not expect. I mean, I knew going into it this time, but like the first right. time, I didn't expect him to be no, the bad guy. No, yeah, that guy. was well done. Yeah. Um, and then same in Maverick. Like you know, I didn't expect James right Garner. to be the bad guy. Coop. Coop, Coop. No, Coop. Coop is the dad. I didn't expect him to be the dad. Isn't Coop? Oh, Marshall? I saw. Oh, who were you not expecting to be the villain? Oh, the Commodore. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah that's the Commodore. Good. Yeah. yeah. Because he was like... I liked him, too. He was a good character. He was character. great, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, okay, wow. And both of which I did not have on my list. So that's awesome. Sweet. So I got... Uh, so both take a genre, like the Western or the buddy cop, mm-hmm. and then insert comedy. So, yeah. That's both so did true, that. yeah. Like, uh, both feature poker scenes. Oh, yeah, that's um, true, too. It's a brief one in The Heat, in the but heat, it is but it's still, still there. there. Yeah. Um, and both movies address and uh, call out prejudice. Yeah. The Heat calls out albinoism, like, yeah, uh, our prejudice against that. And Maverick points out the prejudice against Native Americans. Yes. Awesome. Good connections this yeah. week. And I really... They were a little looser, <laughs> but definitely... Because it's tough when it's like you can make the easy connection comedies right right. you know that's you know that's obvious totally um and uh yeah but uh but we try to find we we, we try to look for the lesser known connections. right we're going for the deeper ones for sure yeah yeah um heck yeah um perfect okay oh we're making good time all right so we are moving on to our recommendation all right what you got uh, mine is a novel mm, or a book, novel. a book called Maybe You Should Talk to Someone. You think our listeners read? I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can listen to it Hi, as Chris. well. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Um, the the author is Lori Gottlieb. Sorry if I butchered that. I know I did. Um, she's a therapist. Uh, she uh. writes this book from the perspective of a therapist who has a mental breakdown and needs to go see a therapist. And she also, like, takes real-life examples, changes them around, adds details, changes names, and puts them into this book. And it's really a book about, like, figuring out how to pick up the pieces when a big life change happens. Nice. Um, And it's really good, and it's really helpful. 
You found um, it helpful? I did. Because, you know, as yeah. humans, we all struggle with change. That's just yeah. not something that we're built for. Mm. Um, and so this, like, also weirdly helped me understand grief a little more. Yeah. And also just, you know, how to, like, move on from a big life change. Um, yeah. You know, breakups, uh, job changes, um, you know, different things like that. Pandemic. Um, the pandemic. Everyone I know is going to therapy now. Um, really? But That's smart. A lot of people All I know are going should. to therapy, and I think it's awesome, and I'm I ready. I would be, too, if I could afford it right now. So. It's so crazy how expensive it is. That and there like, are, you can find somebody for super cheap. Like, you even can. the guy I want, like, is super cheap, but again, like, I just can't. It's just, yeah, not on the option right yeah. now, but hopefully um, at some point. Yep. Because, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, maybe you should talk to someone. Good book. And I'm recommending a podcast. Ooh. It's called Flashback Flicks, a retro movie podcast. Love it. And, uh, yeah, I just, I found this podcast just, I, on occasion, like to do the old search for things like 90s related, podcasts mm-hmm. for millennials, like, yeah. you know, pe- something for me. <laughs> um, always hunting for uh, millennial-centered content. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, uh, it, 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 it is hosted by Ricky Anderson the second, and uh, Grayson Howe, and uh, they're just two of the most positive hosts I've heard on a movie Aww. review podcast. It's so rare because either one or both it, uh, movie review podcasts it, it, it is so steeped in like being critical that mm-hmm. uh, and with podcasts like how did this get made yeah like there's humor in that so totally. it, i just feel like uh a lot of movie review podcasts can feel like kind of negative yeah just because they only focus on that stuff and they just regurgitate a lot of the facts that you probably already mm-hmm. know if you're lucky they get like an interview or a guest on there that was part of the movie or something like that um so these guys on the other hand always take the positive route uh, they never really talk down about the mm-hmm. movies that they talk about. It's always like, but they just always think that you can find beauty in everything. Like even I love it. crappy movies. So uh, yeah, I highly recommend them. Flashback flicks, retro movie podcast. Awesome. I love positivity. And I like to watch bad movies in that same regard where I'm like, no, there's joy to be found here. Yeah. Not just because it's terrible. Right. We try to find the joy, but then sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you get Little Mermaid 2. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That episode was fun, though. <laughs> it was. It was fun for us. Uh, I don't know if it was fun to listen to. <laughs> you know what? I like to see sometimes, like, what, what of our old episodes are getting a lot of play. Like, for some reason, Return to Neverland gets a lot of play lately. That's because it's awesome. Yeah. Return to Neverland. <laughs> we it was both love that. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Really good. Really good stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I've also got a bunch of awesome uh, reviews that I've been posting on Letterboxd. Yes. Uh, if y'all want to check them out, um, I take great pride in my Letterboxd page. Yeah, your reviews are so fun. Um, but, yeah, I've been uh, very active on Letterboxd. You can follow me at, you know, Jacob Bean Watson, obviously. Um, but just to give you an idea, like some, I mean, some reviews for this week alone, I watched, I mean, geez, the evil that men do beneath the planet of the apes, escape from the planet of the apes, snake eyes, maverick, 
Lost Horizon, Catch Fire, The Heat, <laughs> Meet John Doe, Scrooged, just to name a few. So yeah, check, awesome. check me out on Letterboxd, follow me. I just always like I like doing that stuff. And That's I so cool. Would love to. Also, like I bet that it's so nice to have a record of like, oh, this is what I thought of that movie. Like yeah. if it's been a long time since you've watched it, like it's nice to be able to go back and be like, oh, okay, maybe I don't want to watch it again. Right. Um, that's pretty awesome. And you can always re-review and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good yeah. little site. Um, let's see. You can follow the podcast mm-hmm. on Insta at The Movie Connection and also on Facebook at The Movie Connection. Yeah. You can follow us individually on Instagram. Me at Jacob Bean Watson. And me at Casey Schwartz. Um, you can email us. We do have an email now. We do. Movie Connection podcast at gmail.com yeah there it is and you can message us on insta or on facebook as well definitely you know give us a positive review a five-star review anything like that on apple Podcasts. it helps raise the awareness Mm -hmm. and you know what you don't have to just do it there just you know spotify spotify i heard like just recommend us to a friend you know tag us in something totally that would be great any of that is helpful um subscribe that helps trying yeah. to expand our audience a little bit so yeah you know um and then yeah so i think now we have come to the point of where we assignments yeah um okay so casey you go first okay let me know if you've seen this because i have a backup um love simon have you no, seen it no i have not yay love simon love that simon is your movie for week eight Love Simon. Love Simon. Week eight. Love Simon. Week eight. Yeah. Week eight. For you, the movie is. Yep, let's do it. Aliens. Now, this <laughs> is a sequel. Oh, what? This is a I sequel. I thought we were doing our sequels no, together. No, it's okay. Like, mine's still going to work. Like, I want you to hold off on your sequel because I got a lot of sequels. Oh, so, I only have yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. As of right now. Um, So. This is Aliens. It is a sequel to Alien. Like, you don't need to know much. Like, that's cool. the beauty of it. Like, Alien, pretty simple. You've probably even heard of it, Lucy. Like, Sigourney Weaver, she's part of a, a space crew. <laughs> and uh, they're rolling along, and they encounter an alien that has infiltrated the, the spaceship itself, and now they're stuck I with it. I love it. And uh, it slowly, it's it was more of a horror movie, and it slowly like works its way through the crew sigourney weaver's the last one and she eventually like uh propels it into space or something like that mm-hmm. I, I kind of forget how it ends uh but that's basically all you really need to know because the second movie does a really good job of job of like catching you up and cool setting it up and i love it i'm stuff. excited um, it'll be fun to try to connect these because love simon is about a yeah i know high school boy and it's very much like <laughs> earth-based and yes. aliens is not yeah, it's um, about a high school boy who is coming to terms with sexuality. So, <laughs> I mean, I could make it work in eight. Like, <laughs> It'll be it interesting. Right. Um, it will be interesting. So, yeah, Aliens is the movie. Like, it's good because we've been doing a lot of more, like, kind of mellow stuff. I wanted to yeah. shake it up, get you something more action oriented. I mean, Maverick was a little more action y. Totally. So, it'll be I even more love so. It. Um, Wow. Okay, so Aliens and Love Summit. Man, that's going to look interesting on the Instagram. It is. It is. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, it's going to be really fun. Well, and okay. if you love Simon, if you love, love Simon, Simon. <laughs> uh, you can watch Love Victor after that. 
There we go. Which is a TV show. That's a it's TV great. show. Yeah. Yeah. Can't podcast about it, but. Damn. Damn. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Yeah. I love it. Highlight of my week as usual. So fun. And then, uh, yeah, so join us next week for some Aliens and Love, Simon. <laughs> Man, I am looking forward to this. It's going to be a good time. All right. Stay cool, everybody. Bye. Bye.